Every kid has the same Charlie and the Chocolate Factory fantasy. A never-ending supply of mouth-watering sweets. A stockpile of delicious snacks just for them. But what if you really did find a golden ticket? Yes, there was a kid who could basically order anything he wanted from the staff cafe, as many buckets of chips, as many chocolate bars, as many Powerades as he could get. What if your childhood dreams came true, but it was at the expense of one of your biggest idols? My name's Todd Woodbridge, former international professional tennis player. My name is Todd Woodbridge. I was a 13-year-old ball kid. Today, we bring you a tale of secrecy, of mistaken identity, and of... Chocolate bars, soft drinks, and big M's. This is The Backstory. Tell me what sort of kid you were in 2005. 2005, I was a 13-year-old kid. I was a very sporty kid, very outgoing kid. Growing up, like a lot of kids do in Australia, sport was my life. And um, me and my brother decided to try out to be a ball kid. And uh, we were lucky enough to get into the Australian Open 2005. And uh, my name is Todd Woodbridge. Yes, well, we got this application come in under the name Todd Woodbridge and I can remember seeing it and it was just like, this has got to be some sort of hoax. Like, this can't be right. Ben Holland and I was the tournament coordinator back then and recruiting the ball kids was, was part of that portfolio. So... With the applications, kids have to supply a birth certificate. And um, no, it had an attached birth certificate with the official name Todd Woodbridge. And we go, okay, we've got to get him in just to have a look at him. At the time, Todd was a very famous tennis player in the doubles scene. And uh, yeah, maybe gave me a little bit of a leg up. My name's Todd Woodbridge, former international professional tennis player and now international tennis commentator. What was the first inkling you got that something was not quite right? The first inkling was that uh, I was going to get my daily meal as a player and my money on my credential had already been spent. So I went through qualifying, just normal, go to the staff cafe, get your food every day. And all of a sudden, day one of main draw, it was the end of my shift, finished my meal allowance, and the lady just said to me, gee, you got a lot left for a ball kid. So I went over to the, um, the staff counter where you can check how much balance you have and had like another $20, and I just went nuts. So, yeah, I was buying chocolate bars, I was buying soft drinks. Big M's was another one big in that day. I'm not big on Big M's now, but I was big on them when I was 13. So you'd already started to connect the dots um, about what might have happened? Not on the first day. I wouldn't have connected that dot, but once it, it kept happening, second day I've got $35. How good's this? I remember distinctly my bedroom floor was just... I could not see it anymore. It just had soft drinks and chocolate bars. So this little secret of yours, how long did it stay secret for? It probably would have stayed a secret for a couple of days. I remember Daniel, who lived in Aspendale as well, we'd catch a train home together every day and then he was sort of the first person who sort of found out because it's like, radio, why has this kid got chocolate bars? Either his parents are giving him a lot of money for junk food, which is very unlikely, or he's found a way to use and abuse the system. Basically, I, I tell him how it is. I think I have the player's allowance. What do you want? He wanted sausage rolls. He wanted Big M's. He wanted Gatorade, actually. I did love my Powerade. Yep, still do love my Powerade, actually. Guilty. My name's Daniel McCarthy, and I was a ball kid at the Australian Open in 2005. 
the young Todd Woodbridge. He's a lovely bloke, always been one of the most friendliest blokes you'll ever meet. I remember we were up in the staff cafe and he bought me a chocolate Big M and he said, there's more where that came from. And then it sort of escalated because everyone started finding out about it. <laughs> he didn't keep it quiet for long. There was this sort of, uh, I, I guess you could say, a bit of uproar around the, the ball kids who there was a kid who could basically order anything he wanted from the staff cafe, as many buckets of chips, as many chocolate bars, as, as many Powerades as he could get. You know, he, he's cashing in and I'm like, oh, that is not right. No, something's gone wrong there. I mean, everyone knew me already because of my name, but now everyone knew me because of my meal allowance. I remember one time specifically a supervisor, when I was signing out, asked me straight up for a bucket of chips. Of course, me looking to get on a good court the next day, I obliged, went and got him some chips. Well, I'm glad he was using it wisely, um, creating a a strong friends base and building um, some rapport. My credential wasn't working anymore. It was telling me that it had already been used and been spent. I go, well, hang on, how's that possible? I haven't bought anything today. And I went back and had it checked. And they had me look, no, yeah, you've spent it. I go, no, no, I haven't spent it. And so there was some forensic work required to go back into the system and find out for the first time that there's actually another Todd Woodbridge. And I'm thinking, no, someone's taking the mickey out of here. No, no parent would ever name their kid Todd Woodbridge because by that time, 2005, I'd been around for a while. I mean, that was the end of my career. I was 32. And I, I think young Todd, he was 13. So his parents had seen my career unfold and actually named him the same name. And by all accounts, he was never named after me. It was just a name they liked. So I, th- I thought it was, for a little while, quite humbling. Think, oh, isn't that lovely, you know, fans, and they've named their son after me. Had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, so eventually, yeah, they admitted, like, well, it looks like you've spent it, but we've worked out we've got a ball kid with the same name. So he's been getting your allotment and as I say some days you, you you could be here for 10 hours and you need to eat twice so yeah it was a it was a frustrating experience to to not have your money there more frustrating really though to know that you know a little tacker out the back is having the time of his life courtesy of you well it was funny because Todd was actually a really quiet kid like he was probably a little bit embarrassed when we when we brought it up and he still, I think, claims now that he, he got a lot of attention, especially from, from some of the young girls. There was a tiny bit of celebrity status there. Everyone knew about it by the end of the tournament. And, um, yeah, he's not one to super love attention, but I think he was loving it just a little bit. I remember he did an interview with um, with the real Todd Woodbridge. I want to say the real Todd Woodbridge. I did a TV interview with Todd Woodbridge himself. That was pretty cool. Life's tough enough as it is for a ball kid without the added burden of a famous name. So spare a thought for ball kid 244. His name is Todd Woodbridge. So that very first time that we meet each other is actually to do a Channel 7 interview together based on the story of him spending my, my money, really. They just said must have been, I must have been getting the players allowance. <laughs> and that's of course because your name is... Todd Woodbridge. <laughs> I kind of remember this cheeky grin on his face. He knew what he'd been doing. He knew he'd been spending my money and he was just holding off for as long as he possibly could. Have you ever thought of thought, geez, they could have called me something else. Did they have to name me after a tennis player? Nah, it's a pretty good name. Yeah, it is a good name. There's certainly nothing wrong with it. (laughs) It was an interesting little story that the players actually laughed at because they thought it was actually quite funny that I, you know, wasn't wasn't able to eat. Probably by that time my training regime was starting to slacken off and I needed to eat less anyway. (laughs) 
It's extraordinary because now what happens is I keep getting his emails and everybody's sending me invoices. Can I pay this? Can I do that? Can we book in a time for, for a fit out for the next AO? And I'm going, sorry, um, this is the other Todd. Yes, I was a ball kid for three tournaments until I aged out of the program. And now I'm coming into my 15th Australian Open as the tournament operations assistant at Tennis Australia. We see each other, we say hi every now and then. I have to forward emails onto him, he forwards emails onto me. I did receive his flights last week and I was wondering where I was going. I'm surprised you just didn't take the ticket and go to the airport. It was a nice business class trip to, um, to Hong Kong. If you saw Todd Woodbridge Jr., what would you ask him to shout you at the cafe? I'd be going for a latte, three quarters full with one sugar, nuts <laughs> and maybe a banana. Have you got any advice for other Woodbridge parents who are considering naming their child? I guess Todd's a great name. I have no regrets being called Todd. It's got me a couple of things. It's probably got me a job here. So why not? Why not go with Todd? Keep the legacy going. For more backstory, make sure you subscribe.